Noche, yes, a different theme for the UFC. Grosso versus Shevchenko 2 back in Vegas. A uh, different theme, like I mentioned. It's going to be a Mexican theme type card. A lot of Mexican fighters. I expect some Mexican uh, fans to come over from Mexico and just a lot to be there in general. Um, a lot of success for the Mexican fighters as of late, so I get it. I get it. Let's um, build up the fan base if it's not already. This is a fight card, uh, fight night card, guys. Keep that in mind. A little better than a normal fight card, I guess, due to the top fights. You're not going to see Shevchenko on a fight night card, right? So that's why I would say it's a little better, but it's too fight heavy, right? Top two fights are good. After that, it's not great, guys. Uh, but we got a lot of young Mexican fighters fighting. Uh, we'll pick our spots. I'll go over the main card like usual. Provide free picks, leans, price talk, and what to avoid systemsportscapping.com or link.me slash systemcapping for everything system capping. Client subscriptions, resume, records, comments, and more. Busy time of the year for me. Uh, best time to get a board, in my opinion. We got the NFL going, the UFC, PGA, NHL, and NBA is coming as well. Follow me on Instagram, guys, uh, Twitter and TikTok. I'm active over there with free picks, 76% free picks in the golf market. The whole, so far this year, guys. You're not going to find that around the free play market. I got sports betting news over there, sports news in general. Follow me on Instagram stories, fairly active over there, and Twitter as well. Quick Vegas recap. I just got back from Vegas. If you guys didn't know, if you guys don't follow me on uh, Instagram, etc. Quick trip over there. Um, met a couple clients, had some drinks, uh, etc. I did uh, sit on a friend's podcast uh, that he did at Circa. That was very cool, um, which was fun. Some highlights uh, here if you're watching. I did post a little video here. Uh, so if you're watching on YouTube, it is there. Obviously, if you're listening, you won't get to see the video, but you may have saw it already uh, on Instagram. Uh, back in the Circa Survivor and Millions uh, with a long-term client. So shout out to you. Uh, excited for that. Uh, it was super hot over there. Too hot. It got up to like 40 Celsius, um, which is well over 100. Uh, so I stayed, uh, tried to stay in uh, as much as possible uh, besides having a one pool day. Let's do a UFC 293 recap. UFC 293 recap. You know, second card this year I passed on. I, did ha I didn't have any bets for clients. Uh, I didn't love anything, so I never forced. That's my advice I can give to you guys every week. Don't bet just to bet. Don't force bets just to have a card. I usually find bets throughout a, uh, throughout a card that I like enough to bet. Maybe it won't be a full unit. Maybe it'll be a smaller unit. But in this case, I didn't like anything. I didn't love the pricing. Um, obviously, if I did bet it, I was debating if Izzy's going to win by finish or decision. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I did think Izzy was going to win the fight, like most of the world. Now, of course, there was value. There was Strickland. I just didn't see how it was going to happen unless Izzy shit the bed and didn't come out like he normally did. And that's what happened here. No, I'm not taking anything from Strickland. 
right? Izzy just didn't look himself, let's be honest. I like what Strickland did with the pressure. I like what he did with the boxing-heavy approach. His defense was great, and he was checking kicks really well. So I can't take anything from Strickland. He did what he needed to do, and he didn't even have to wrestle, right? Even uh, his coach said, you know, our game plan was to wrestle. But you're not going to see that out of Strickland. I don't think we're ever going to see that out of Strickland, no matter who the opponent is. So we could just, I guess, scratch that off. We know he's not going to wrestle. If he does, it'll be surprising uh, in his next fight. And what will be his next fight? It's going to be interesting. Are we going to see the rematch right away? Um, you can say pretty much Izzy got dominated, but I'm waiting to hear from him and why. Now, his coach said it's not injury related, so we can scratch that off. I think he had some distractions. I actually did mention in last week's video, I did say he has some distractions right now, Izzy, right? He has the, uh, he, she just shot a movie and it got released. He has the prime contract, the state contract. He's getting a lot of money. And now when guys and fighters get a lot of money, the focus just isn't there 100%. You see this time and time again, guys. Right? We saw that with Usman recently. Obviously, Conor McGregor. Let's see if it happens to Sean O'Malley. I expect it to, do, to happen at some point. When you get a ton of money, when you have all these sponsors, a lot of the time, not every time, but a lot of the times you see a fighter step back and take a step back. And that's what happened here, in my opinion. Right? I'm not taking anything away from Sean Strickland. Great game plan. He did what he needed to do, but just Izzy didn't look the same. Also, uh, his, his girlfriend suing him. I think there were just a lot of things on his mind, and I don't think he was 100% focused for this fight. That's my opinion. It looked like that, and it makes sense from future champions that start getting a lot of money. This is what you see. You see, you know, them getting a little too comfortable, and that's what I think happened there. So interesting to see. We'll see. Is it going to be Izzy? Is it going to be um, DDP? Is it going to be uh, Ken Near? He was the backup for this fight. That tells you something. So we could see Ken Near Strickland rematch. Remember, that fight was close. They gave it to, uh, to Ken Near, but it was a close fight. Uh, so keep that in mind. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Other notes here. Volkov looked great again. Right, I was on the Volkov side. I didn't bet anything, but I was on the Volkov side for video purposes. You know, the matchup just wasn't great for Tuivasa. Uh, sure, there was a little value there. You're getting plus 200, I think it was, plus 220. Uh, so I'm sure some of you guys bet it because of the value. But on paper, it was a terrible matchup for Tuivasa. Right? A disciplined uh, striker in Volkov who can wrestle and has a huge size advantage on him. Just, it was just terrible. Volkov took care of him he's looking good three fights in a row now uh, some big wins um i expect him to uh be right there for t title talks if he gets another win who is he gonna fight next i don't know maybe rematch with aspro maybe gone uh maybe the other russian russian versus russian that'd be good uh 2023 update let's do an update here guys uh 68 percent on the year 28 58 and 28 average line plus money guys that's what i'm most proud about obviously very happy about 68 percent right very happy about that uh for clients and my clients are very happy as well um but it's the plus money that i'm happy i don't think i've ever averaged line plus money uh this year i've just been finding a lot of plus money winners um so very happy about that i would continue to look for plus money and value and outcomes and the reason why is because i'm able to find outcomes and matches right uh, so you get plus money most of the time uh, when you're betting outcomes. Uh, not always, but most of the time you do. Just under 70 units long term and going for 8 
straight profitable cards this week, guys. Remember, last week we took off. We were at seven in a row. We're going for eight in a row for clients. Let's hear from my friend Kristen, ex-lingerie football league player and now model and race car driver. Sports bettors out there, let's be honest, you probably need a little bit of help beating those books. System Capping is a proven long-term winner against the sports betting market in multiple sports. He's built a worldwide clientele due to his high winning percentage over the years. Be sure to click the link on the bio down here to check out his profile and you can also find out his resume, client comments, podcasts, and subscription opportunities. I'm going to be following him along too, so let's win some money together Shop this season. Around. Shop around and have access to multiple sports books. It's the best advice I can give each week. Put money in multiple sports books. Get the best price out there. The books vary from book to book so often. I tell you this every week because it's so important to beat the books long term for more value, more price, more props. There's just so many reasons why. Um, that's the best advice I can get if you're just starting out. Do that right away. Do that right away. If you're just starting out sports betting, get multiple books, put multiple um, bets uh, out there. Have the best price. Have access to the best price. And what do I mean by that? Like, this is an example. I'm not saying this is accurate. But Shevchenko versus Grosso, right? Grosso plus 140 versus Shevchenko minus 170. Grosso maybe plus 160 on a book. Shevchenko maybe minus 150. You get, every little helps, right? Um, so, Please do that uh, if you're betting often, especially. Let's get right into the main event. Grosso, like I mentioned, plus 140 versus Shevchenko, minus 170. The rematch happens uh, right away for Valentina uh, to try and get her revenge after the Grosso upset um, and stole her belt. Right, the division has proven to catch up to Valentina. Right, This isn't the first time we've seen her struggle um, I think she could possibly have lost back-to-back -back fights, right? <laughs> if you look at it, right? Santos gave her a really good fight. I personally think, gonna mind if I had to choose, I think Valentina did a win 3-2. to two. Um, But Santos gave her everything. And you can see that the division has caught up to her. At least the top of the division, right? The craziest thing I thought about the Grosso fight, it was she won by submission. That was crazy. Because if you look back at the fight, it wasn't like Grosso was dominating the fight. I had Valentina winning two to one, right? Because in this, the first round, I think Grosso may have won it because it was on the feet for the most part. But then Valentina went to the wrestling, right? She went to the wrestling, won the second and third round, in my opinion. And in the fourth round, she tried some like wild kick, uh, if I remember, fell. And then Grosso just jumped on her back. So it was a mistake from her. And you don't really see mistakes from Valentina Shevchenko. You don't see that often, right? And... If I expect her, what I expect from her is obviously went back to the drawing board. Obviously went back probably training better than she ever has before. She's not used to losing her belt, right? And knowing how she is from the martial arts standpoint and a true fighter, I expect her to be better than ever. Well, I'm not going to say better than ever because I do expect, I do think she took a step back in her career. She's 35, guys. Keep that in mind. 35 women's MMA is a little old, uh, in my opinion. So I do uh, expect her to, yes, take a step back in her career, which she has shown already. But I expect her to be totally prepared for this fight. I think she kind of gassed out a little bit wrestling so much. Uh, she did wrestle, remember, the two and three, uh, second and third round, she wrestled a lot. So I 
did see her gas a little bit in that fourth round. Um, so I do expect her cardio to be top-notch uh, for this fight. Uh, I do expect her to bring everything she has. Uh, and we're getting our minus 170. You rarely, I don't think if ever, you saw her on minus 170. This is the lowest she's been. And I get it. You know, I, I'm high on Grosso. I like what I see from Grosso from fight to fight because she improves. But at the same time, you can still out-wrestle her and out-grapple her. Keep that in mind, guys. Excellent on the feet. I probably have Grosso as the better striker. Definitely the better boxer. Um, Shevchenko, you know, she has kickboxing. She probably has the better kicks than Grosso. But Grosso, clearly the best boxing in the division. Uh, so if it does stay on the feet, it's going to be super close. But what I do expect is Shevchenko to mix in the takedowns and wrestling. You know, it's intriguing the plus 140 on the champion. You got to look at, uh, at history here, guys. A lot of times when the older champion who... Kept winning and winning and winning, winning, right? Kind of getting bored of winning. Comes in, loses to the prospect or the younger fighter. Comes back. A lot of the times, the younger fighter that has the belt and the veteran uh, that lost the belt, the veteran loses a lot of the times. A lot more than not. I can't give you an exact percentage, uh, but I can give you a recent example. Usman, right? Back-to-back losses to Edward. That's a clear example. Usman was beating everybody. Here comes Edwards. And Edwards just beat him twice. Right? Usman, second fight close. Uh, but Edwards still won the fight because he avoided takedowns of what Usman wanted to do. Edwards was able to take away from him. And that shows that Edwards was training that takedown defense. And that's what Grosso needs to do as well. And I do think she has been. Right? So there is value at Grosso. From a side standpoint, for clients, I'm staying away from it. Um, I'm going to lean Shevchenko to come back uh, just because I think she'll be extra prepared for this. Um, but I will not have a play uh, on the side here. Uh, I do like the fight to go over the, the uh, rounds and the uh, fight most likely is going to go the distance in my opinion. I don't see a submission again. <laughs> Shevchenko, we were ready for that. The only thing I could see is maybe like a TKO style finish. Right? You're not going to see a clean knockout on the feet. So I can remember, went to the fourth round last time. I don't see a submission again. I can see maybe a TKO style finish if it happens, but I'm going to lean more. The fight goes the distance. You can get that at fairly low minus money uh, if you shop around. Uh, so that's going to be my play here. It may make my client card. I haven't pulled the trigger as of yet, uh, but I think it's tough for a side standpoint because I have arguments for both sides, right? So I have arguments for the both sides. I have this more as a I wouldn't say minus one. I would have Shevchenko maybe minus 120. It's, there's value here with Gross is what I'm trying to say, a plus 140. I wouldn't call you crazy for betting it because of that history of the younger fighter coming in, taking the belt from the older fighter. I understand. I get it, right? It's just the takedowns having me concerned and Shevchenko coming back as a true martial artist, losing that belt and understanding she has to get back uh, to the top of her game. So... Side's tough. Uh, it's tough to call, uh, but I do like this fight to go the distance. Co-main event, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. Madalena, minus 150 versus Holland, plus 125. Interesting one here, guys. We saw Madalena last time struggle a little bit. We saw him struggle um, against a guy taking a fight on short notice. Uh, not a highly ranked guy or anything. His name is Hafez. Uh, he was able to wrestle a little bit. He was tough as nails. Um, it was a close fight, and some people thought he lost that fight, right? 
But keep in mind, both guys kind of took that on short notice. Madalena stayed over in Vegas for like an extra month or something. He didn't go back to Australia. He decided to stay and fight. Um, it wasn't in his favor either, guys. So keep that in mind. Um, I'm high on Madalena still. Um, his resume, you can't compare. This is going to be his toughest fight yet against Holland. Resumes, you can't compare. Holland's fought you know, some of the best guys in his division. Uh, he's very active. Uh, I do think the matchup is not excellent for Madalena due to, you know, Holland's reach is eight inches. He has a big reach advantage. Don't think he's fought anyone with a reach advantage like this. Um, and grappling. I don't think Madalena, I, I'm going to say Madalena is a better wrestler, even though we don't see a ton of it. We don't see a ton of his wrestling. Uh, he likes to stand and bang. The problem is the grappling. Like, I know Madalena does have some good submissions, but Holland does as well. He's a black belt. Uh, great off his back. So I don't really see a clear advantage anywhere for Madalena. There's no clear advantage. Sure, he could try to wrestle. We don't see a ton of it, but I do know he has some wrestling. And I do know that I that he's going to be better than Holland in the wrestling department. On the feet, I think it's fairly close, especially with that reach advantage. Both guys have power to hurt each other. Uh, I think Madalena may be more clean striker, but Holland is very difficult to fight on the feet. Long, lanky, throws crazy shots, kicks. He'll mix in some more kicks than Madalena usually does. So it's not an easy, it's a tough fight. I'm going to lean Madalena. The price isn't terrible, minus 150. I think he comes back with a vengeance. I think he kind of got shook after his last fight. I do think he went extra hard to, to training here, and I do think he makes an MMA fight, uh, which should favor Madalena if he tries to bring this fight down to the ground. Holland is live though. Not enough value at plus 125 for me. Not enough um, for me to get uh, to Holland, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if he wins this fight. Like I mentioned, Madalena is as tough as Tess yet. So I'm not going to be shocked if Holland wins this fight. We've seen Holland win other fights before uh, that you thought he might not. Um, so uh, I don't love Madalena, but Madalena is going to be the play. If it does make my client card this week, it's going to be uh, a lower unit play uh, just because I'm not 100% confident that Madalena um, passed this test. Rosa Jr. minus 800. Yes, minus 800, the 18-year-old versus Mitchell plus 550. Now, I get what the UFC is doing here. They're trying to build Rosa. They're giving this guy Mitchell who like fights in the regional scene in Alaska or something. So I get it. You know, <laughs> But we, don't, we did see what happened last time when Rosa Jr. was a big favorite versus Christian Rodriguez. And I think Christian Rodriguez is a pretty good fighter and a lot better than Mitchell. Mitchell's path is only to hurt Rosa Jr. early uh, and knock him out on the feet. And I think Rosa Jr. has a good chin. So I don't really see that happening. Uh, I don't think Mitchell's going to be able to finish Rosa Jr. in the first round. And I do think Rosa Jr. just gets his fight down to the ground and submits him. Um, that's going to be the path here. If you look at the pricing, uh, obviously you can't bet him at minus 800, right? You don't bet him at minus 800 um it's not gonna do anything in a two fight parlay but if you look at the submission minus 175 i i never suggest to bet an outcome at minus 175 but the path is for him to submit him right we know he's one of the best submission artists in the whole division i'm not gonna say the ufc yet he's young he can wrestle he can get fights down to the ground and mitchell doesn't wrestle he doesn't have a background in wrestling um, I've seen him getting taken down in the Alaska League often. So uh, I would expect that. But there's some value here at the plus 340 by TKO. KO. I could see a TKO finish as well. 
That's value. There, if you wanted to look at a value standpoint, how he's going to win, if you can get plus 340, I think that's a good price here. Uh, the submission, though, is the favorite. I think it's probably going to how it's going to end. But value definitely at the plus 340 for TKO. You just got to hope that he's not trying to find a neck, but he will. He'll be trying to find Mitchell's neck when the fight's down on the ground. So, yeah, it probably will end by submission. Um, keep in mind also, Mitchell was fighting at 125. He fought a lot of fights at 125. This is this is 135. So that's another reason why I think Rosa Jr. can be able to get this fight down to the ground and kind of hold him there if he wants. Um, so that's why I think the TKO is live. But Mitchell, I don't think he has great grappling defense, and I think a submission happens at some point. So uh, I think they're trying to get Rosa Jr. back into being talked about. You know, they were talking about he's a 17-year-old in the UFC. You know, he, a lot of eyes on him. Then he lost. So he took a hit there, but they want to get him back. And I think this is a good matchup against Mitchell. Uh, Giagos plus 220 versus Zellhuber, uh, Zellhuber minus 295. <laughs> Zellhuber should not be minus 295 against most fighters, uh, in my opinion. And this Giagos guy has fought a lot of guys. He's going to have a wrestling advantage here. Anytime a guy has a wrestling advantage, it scares me. And he will have one here. Um... He averages over three takedowns per 15 minutes, guys. And he's been in there with some high-level guys. The resume difference is night and day between these two guys. He's fought Armin Tsurkin. He's fought Thiago Moises. He lost to those guys. But, you know, he beat some decent guys in uh, Soriano. He beat Glenn his last time out. You know, I'm not saying they're world beaters. But he has fought a lot of guys. And he has a lot more fights in Zellerberg. Uh, and you're giving me minus 295 Zellber. Yes, it's, he's Mexican. He's going to have his Mexican fans on him. But Giagos is going to have the wrestling advantage here. Anytime a guy has a wrestling advantage here, I get hesitant. I get hesitant. Now, we've seen Giagos gas at times. His cardio is not great. That was concerning. I did have that jotted down here. It's concerning. So if he, his plan is to just wrestle for three rounds, he's going to maybe gas and Zellber will take advantage. Zellber is going to be a better striker, cleaner striker. Giagos does have some... KO ability though he does have some power on the feet he finished Glenn on the feet last time uh, so keep that in mind uh, keep that in mind um, value here with Diagos at plus two if I were to bet this fight I would take the value with him I'm not going to bet it. it's not going to make my client card um, but due to the wrestling advantage resume difference and guy he's fought there's value at plus two to 20 not going to call you crazy if you take a shot on him um, Zellhuber, I'm not just I'm not sold on him. I got to see more from him before I can start even taking chances at this price. Uh, it's crazy to be honest. Padilla minus two sixty five versus Nelson plus two hundred. An, another uh, a price tag here that I think is off. Um, you know we're gonna have to look at Padilla here. Uh, I do like him more than Zellhuber. Uh, price, even though I do think it's often there's a little value on Nelson. I'm not a high on Nelson, but he's very tough. Tough Canadian. Uh, he can take shots. He could coming forward. He has KO power, even though he doesn't land at a high accuracy. Uh, but he has power to hurt you. Uh, and he does have a little wrestling. Uh, his wrestling will be better than Padilla. Uh, Padilla does have a good takedown defense, even though you know, he has one fight. Uh, 100% takedown defense. But, you know, Arosa was a big win for him. Your debut against Julian Arosa. Julian Arosa... Um, has some big wins in the UFC. It's not an easy fight. So Padilla has that win over him in his UFC debut. Hats off. That's why I have to look at his way. Mexican fighter as well, fighting at home. Um, not enough volume from Nelson either. Just low three. 
Padilla throws a ton of volume. So if this fight does go three rounds, which it could because Nelson has a chin, he can take shots, Padilla's going to win on volume. And I don't think Nelson's wrestling is good enough to just exploit Padilla all fight long. It's not like Nelson's just going to take him down, hold him down there uh, for you know most of the fight. I don't see that happening. His wrestling's not that good. So I, I'm going to lean Padilla at minus 265. I do think he does enough uh, on the feet. Uh, to win this fight. I think his takedown defense isn't terrible either. Uh, I went back and watched some of his regional scenes fights. Uh, he did have a few uh, where he was able to avoid takedowns. So I'm going to look at him uh, to win this fight. It could be a parlay piece for me, a two-fight parlay piece. 265 I do not like. Again, the pricing is a little off here. Uh, Nelson's a veteran guy, um, and he could win this fight if it's I don't think he's going to knock him out, let's be honest, guys. But I think he could win if somehow his wrestling is just uh, superior in this fight. But I just don't see it. I don't think he has enough weapons on the feet. don't think he has enough volume to win this fight. Uh, the fight is going to, the, the play is going to be Padilla. Uh, don't love the price, but it's going to be the free play. That will do it, guys. That will do it for UFC Noche. <laughs> UFC Noche, yes. Uh, a new theme uh, that the UFC is going with. I like it. I like it. Uh, Mexican fighters, ton out there. A lot of good ones right now. A lot lot that fought for the belt or have the belt. So um, I'm happy uh, for the Mexican fans. That will do it, guys. Look out for the NFL video tomorrow. I'll be shooting that probably later today. Uh, like I always say, guys, bet smart and learn. Take care. Mm-hmm.